You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast with Angie Cho, episode 29, finding a new job, how feng shui can help. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. So this episode is about finding a new job and how feng shui can help. So recently, I've noticed that a lot of people around me, friends, acquaintances, have recently either lost their jobs or left their jobs. There's a lot of action and activity in in people's careers right now, I guess. So whether you lost your job or left your job, these are some feng shui tips that will help. Now, although I've been working for myself for some time now, um, I actually got laid off in 2009. And before that, I had been working for different architecture firms since I graduated from college, so at least 10 years there. And I got laid off in 2009. And even though, I mean, I was um, really, really devastated when I got laid off, I didn't expect it. And I've been laid off before where I didn't really like the job. And even if it's something that a job that you didn't really like, it's still unexpected. And there's a lot of concerns with security that immediately come up. And this also happens with people who leave their jobs. Um, Like you want to make sure you can pay your expenses. What if it takes some time to find another job? What if the new job is worse or as bad as last job? There's a lot of these questions that come up and a lot of insecurities that come up. So I thought it would be a great topic to talk about this. So when I got laid off, I do want to start with um, when I got laid off, I was, like I said, very devastated, but I think it was actually one of the um, best things that ever happened to me. I really um, admire and respect the architect that I was working for. However, the economy was terrible and he wasn't able to keep me on. And um, I actually got my architect's license that same month that I got laid off. And I was very lucky that even though the economy was really bad, I had a couple of freelance projects fall into my lap. And, um, you know, I asked for help. I I asked for help from my friends and and help came. And I was looking for another job. But, you know, in 2009, the economy was terrible. So, I couldn't even get one, not even a single job interview. So I ended up starting my own business. And then that's when I decided to join the three-year feng shui master's program. Because I'm like, well, I might as well try this, you know. And it was so interesting how uh, even before I had my first class in the program, and I had been studying feng shui before, I received like, a client, a feng shui client. It was amazing. It was my first client. In any case, um, I wanted to talk about um, some of the things that I did when I was looking to cultivate a new career for myself. 
which was, you know, still in line with what I was, what I was doing, but I never expected to own my own business or to be doing architecture and feng shui. I never thought that this would happen, like doing those two things together. But, um, one of the biggest things that helped me was to do the one good deed a day adjustment. So, one of my mentors, Rosalie Principali, she um, hopefully will be on our next episode, or I'm sorry, the not next one, the one after, as an expert. But Rosalie was interviewing me, I guess, for the feng shui program, and she asked me about what was going on in my life, and I was telling her that I had just gotten laid off, and this is why I decided it was a good time to take the three-year feng shui program. And she told me about the one good deed a day feng shui adjustment, And it's as simple as it sounds. You do one good deed a day for 27 days. And if you miss a day, you start all over again. So I started doing that. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be so easy. I'm a good person. I do so many good things a day. And it was really interesting because I started to question myself a lot. Like, is this a good deed if I was going to do it anyway? Does a good deed require donating money? Um, What is it? And I remember having conversations with my friends about it. And what what ended up being my good deed was opening doors. So I'd run, run ahead of people to open the door for them and hold the door open for them. And it's really interesting how by opening the door for other people as my good deed, I was opening doors for myself. And it was a really amazing realization doing something for someone just to um, be kind. And uh, another thing that Rosalie had mentioned to me about one good deed a day was that um, Professor Lin, who's the founder of the BTB lineage, he advised his students, you know, when the economy is bad or if you lose your job, the tendency is to want to hold everything very close to you. Like we want to, we get scared. We want the security. So we get tighter with things. So it's like we get tighter with our money and we get tighter with our resources. Right. And she said that professor told her, his students to, Uh, do one good deed a day because we're putting our chi out there. We're putting our energy out there instead of holding our energy so tight to us to put it out into the world. So, um, that's what I did. You know, the tendency, again, the tendency is when you don't have a job or you're looking for a job that you want to hold tighter, but it's about opening up to the world and sharing your kindness without expecting anything in return and amazing things can happen. So another, um, tip I have is to create a um, vision list. So last episode, we talked about vision boards or vision lists. And I really love this one. Um, Putting a list of all your um, positive qualities that you want in your new profession in a formal way in your home. So I like to use a list of nine things because nine is an auspicious number. It's a number of transition. It goes from, you know, from nine, you go to 10, which is a double digit. And it's very auspicious and functional. So nine things that you want to have in your life in terms of this new job. So I also tell my clients, do not put some negative words. Don't put what you don't want. Put what you want. So instead of saying, I don't want to work, you know, more than 40 hours a week, I would say working, um, would love to work 40 hours a week or not, or get paid for overtime, whatever it is. You could say that with a boss that thanks me or to work at a place that constantly allows me to grow and expand and, or having, um, 
coworkers around me that are supportive. Whatever it is, make that list. And let yourself dream big too. And put you can put that list. Um, well, it's better if you write it on a red piece of paper with a new black pen. And then you can fold that up and put it in a red envelope. And you can either hang it above your front door or on um, the inside of your front door at eye level. So if you're someone that constantly needs a reminder, you can put it at eye level. But if you don't need that and it's going to mess up your decor, you can put it above the door. And the door represents a portal, right? Uh, Your front door is your mouth of cheese, how the energy comes to you. So by activating... Um, your intentions with your door every day that you walk in and out of it, it creates this intention to manifest that all those qualities on that list for your new job. Also, your front door represents your face to the world and it's uh, what you see when you go into the world. So I love the idea that whether or not you look up and see the red envelope or you see it directly on the door, you will be reminded every day that you walk underneath that this is what you want to put out into the world. And this is uh, the intention that you go out into the world with. So that's another tip. My third tip is to really look at what area of the Bagua map you need to work on and improve to bring this job to you. So I'm going to quickly just go over all the areas. And then you can listen to another podcast episode or look up on the um, on the blog how to cultivate that area with feng shui. But I'm going to talk about which area might be relevant in terms of a new job. So new beginnings. Maybe you need a kickstart to help find a new job. You need, uh, for instance, more energy to get more out there. And so that would be the new beginnings area. So some people like have a hard time starting things. They would need to activate that area. Um, the next area would be the abundance area, the wealth area, the Bagua map. And if you really are having problems finding a career or a job that is making you feel wealthy, like self-worth, like enough abundance, like you want to find a place that's going to pay you what you deserve. And or maybe that you keep taking jobs where you're underpaid. Or people, you feeling that people are taking advantage of you. So maybe this is an area you need to work on. So moving on to the next area, the Bagua map would be um, health. So, hmm. so how would this relate to a new job? So, are you feeling that you're overworked, overstressed? Um, you need to find a job that's going to support you and make you feel healthy and not burnt out all the time. Then maybe you need to work on the health area in terms of your new job. So the next area would be benefactors. So maybe you um, are just having a hard time like uh, finding a job and you need some help from you don't know where. Like benefactors also relates to the heavens and sometimes we don't know where the help's gonna come from but we really need people to support us to, to like get our name out there or you know, maybe it's about connecting with people on LinkedIn and having other people connect you or um, really just finding helpful people to support you. It's also related to travel. So if um, you say you want a job that's where you want to travel and expand and see other parts of the world, maybe that's the area you would want to um, work on. 
Uh, next is the completion area. So maybe it's that you um, are just not great at following through on all your projects for your jobs. And maybe that's why your other jobs haven't worked out or you um, are not able to find enough joy in your job. That's also what the completion area is about. Or there's not enough um, output for you, like creative output for you to complete things. Um, so if you wanted to work on really having precision and clarity in wh where you want to go next and really start getting things done, like getting those resumes out and starting to look for things, um, new jobs, then the completion area would be a great area to activate. Uh, next is knowledge. So maybe you really want to move forward in a different career or in the career that you have, but you need to gain a little bit more knowledge. Like you could learn a little bit more. You could take a few more classes that you're just not totally qualified for where you want to go. That would be the knowledge area. Also, it may, might touch on self-knowledge or self-cultivation. Maybe you have an attitude problem when it comes to work. I don't know. So maybe that's something that you need to do, work on yourself. So you can really be a good employee or a good business owner, whatever it is. So if that's the case, you might want to activate the knowledge area in terms of your work. And then the next area would be recognition. So maybe you are applying to lots of jobs, but no one's responding. Like no one's even seeing you. You're not being seen at all. There's no recognition or that maybe you have a negative reputation that you need to work with. So that might be be a signal that you need to work on the recognition area in terms of your career or your job. Next is the path in life, the water career area. And it might be that you're just not sure what steps to take. You don't know where to go. You don't know what direction to go in. The path in life area maybe will give you some direction as to where you should go. And if you activate this area, that can enhance that. So it makes sense that if you really need general support on your career, you can activate the career area because that's the area that governs career and jobs. Finally, the last area is relationships. So maybe it would really help you in finding a new job if you could cultivate the relationships that you already have or um, enhance relationships or get more relationships so you know, everyone knows that if you know someone that like, for instance, if you want to get a job at such and such a business um, or a company and you know someone and then that person can get, get you in and submit your resume, that's so much better that um, that kind of soft introduction, warm introduction than it would be if you're just applying out of nowhere. So if you need to cultivate that sort of relationship in order to get a job, that's the best way for you to get your job, then you might want to work on your relationship area of the feng shui map. Okay, so I just gave you three different ways that you could enhance your career and help you find a new job using feng shui. So you could, one, do the good one good deed a day cure where you do one good deed a day for 27 days. And if you miss a day, you start all over again. And the second thing was to create the vision list and place it in the doorway to activate 
the amount of chi, chi and to attract and manifest all the qualities that you want in this new job. And then finally, we went through the different areas of Feng Shui Bagua map to see um, what might be an area that you need to improve in relationship to your job, new job or career. So it's not as simple as just finding a new job. It's about, well, why is it that you can't find a new job or what has been the problem? What has been the issue? And, and then you can laser focus or pinpoint um, a more specific way to look at how to attract the, new, the um, best new job for you. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.